0: Doctor look Stand aside, nurse. I'm Dr. Homebrew oh. What's going on everybody? It's that time again. It's another episode of Dr. Homebrew. We have uh, Brian Shar and Brian Cooper along with myself to bring you the very best. In homebrew advice <laughs> from from two people who know what they're talking about and me, a fat pig.
1: Wait, we have, we, have, we have two additional guests who know what they're talking about? Yeah, they'll be on later. And yeah. it'll, <laughs> it'll be fine. Who are, who are these guys? Uh, I
0: don't know. <laughs> um, but i tell you what, I bet that they use Five Star Chemicals. You go to FiveStarChemicals.com and you could be like these two people who know exactly what's going on. Use them to clean and sanitize your home brewing equipment because that is the only way... You are going to get uh, clean and sanitized equipment. That's just, that's it. It's the only way to do it. So check it out, 5starchemicals.com. They'll teach you everything. They'll tell you about what's going on over there and, and how to use everything properly. Go to your local homebrew shop. If they don't carry 5 star chemicals, demand that they do. Pull your pants down and do a, do a number two. <laughs> that in,
1: in, might the toilet, not be in the toilet. In the toilet. the most toilet. effective persuasion.
0: <laughs> yeah, in the toilet. I, I, I'm just saying. And then come out after you wash your hands and say, look, I did a, I did a, 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 yeah. I did a poo. Um, yeah. Next time, there better be some Five Star on these shelves or I'm going to do another poo. I did a poo, but I'm know. still going to brew. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's a poo. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Did, but anyway. Did Five, did five Star com.
1: actually tell you that that's a good thing that people should do to encourage uh, stores to carry their product?
0: I'm reading the script that they sent. Yeah. So. Okay. I don't know. It just says riff here. But, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, poop, poop yeah. away. That's right. All right, John. What's up, man? Welcome, John.
2: Hey. Thanks. Appreciate it.
0: Uh, you have sent in. What did you send in? I don't. I actually really know. I have all your beers here, but uh, you sent in like hundred beers. We're doing a German pills. German pills. All right. Have you done this before, John? Is this a new, new, new to you beer?
2: Um. I. Uh, yeah. I've never brewed one. Well, this is okay. my first one. Uh, I've right. rebrewed it like a week ago.
0: Nice. Getting, Ooh. Without our uh, feedback, huh? Uh,
2: I tough. Yes. Wow. But, um, look, there's I'm, some flaws. So I'm, I was excited to send those in, this one in. Cause I've listened long enough to know that a lot of the beers that get sent in are over a 30 and uh, <laughs> yeah, I doubt this one is going to be, and I want to hear what you guys have to say.
0: Uh, okay. Well, look, I'll let it pass because you did secure your labels on your bottleneck with <laughs> tape and with, a hair tie, and now I yep. have exactly five hundred thousand of these in my house. So thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, okay, so your first attempt, but uh, you know, not your last, and I, I appreciate that. German pills? Are you a big pills guy, or was this one of the styles that you just kind of wanted to tackle just because?
2: Um, I got a bit Bitburger in like February that was super fresh. Okay, in vermont so i'm assuming it was you know fresh off the boat or whatever and i was blown away about how how good it was and then i just got hooked um nice there you go
0: i don't i think i've had bit burger one time uh you know being on the west coast it probably just tasted like you know dog's breakfast it just didn't really feel like that
2: yeah but i hear it's I really probably,
0: good at the source oh,
2: yeah. It was, um yeah
0: change your mind change your whole outlook on things Exactly. All right. Well, that's cool, man. I like that, uh, you know, commercial beer can still do that, especially from a, an old stalwart like a Bitburger, you know, beer that's been around for hundreds of years, I guess. You know, it's neat. I like it. If the bottle's been around for hundreds of years on the shelf, you don't want to drink that one.
3: Though. <laughs> well, you know, can, that's typical. A, it's a it's a delicate beer, fairly delicate, so it can, you know, oxidize yeah. and it travels far. And it just, yeah. yeah, yeah, it is a big difference having it there for sure.
0: Um. All right, Cooper. Why don't you go ahead and uh, start us out on the John's German pills? All right. Yeah. So the yeah the bottles had the
3: the tape right around the top there. I had to kind of peel that little label off to be able to see the, the fill level, but it was appropriately filled. A nice light little hiss when it opened up. Um, in the nose, I got a light pills malt. Um, it was fairly sulfury but clean lager character. Otherwise, uh, a little floral herbal hop note. No esters, no diastol or acid acet- It's like pretty clean. Uh, I do get a light DMS, but that's okay in the style. You can get a little sulfur in there, kind of left over from the lagering. Um, Appearance wise, it's really nice. Uh, just a you know a bright uh, light yellow color with a large foamy, fluffy white head that just persists forever. Um, fine bubbles, uh, foam stand kind of dominates there. Just just really fluffy looking um, quite brilliant clarity. It uh, maybe a tiny touch of haze perhaps, but it's, 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 I would call it, you know, it's getting towards brilliant there. It's uh, it's a bright highlights, uh, you know, in the background, nice, nice looking beer overall. Um, flavor wise, it does have a kind of, you know, fairly bold bitterness it hits up front and, you know, it should, for the style, um, you don't want IPA bitterness, but it, but it does. You do want the uh, the hop bitterness to kind of dominate as it plays off that kind of, you know, uh, moderate sulfate German kind of water there. Uh, you a know, low grainy malt comes up alongside that. The floral, spicy hop in the flavor at kind of a medium low level. It's uh, has an appropriately dry finish. Uh, seems cleanly lagered to me um the balance is definitely toward the bitterness um it has kind of somewhat a uh, minerally character to it which you know the beer can have and some some versions have a little bit uh less of that kind of mineral bite and a little more kind of pills malt sweetness coming in and, and can back off the um the bitterness a little bit to let some of that shine through you don't want it to dominate it's not a helless it's not a you know a light beer, it's got to it's got to have a fairly bold character, and you got to find that balance in there. So I would say it's fairly well balanced. It kind of it does it does lean a little more heavily toward the the mineraly and bitter-y kind of character there. Um, mouthfeel wise, it's medium light bodied, leaning to medium almost. It's, it feels pretty substantial. Medium high carbonation. Uh, just keeps you know the head just keeps rising up as you sip it. No obvious astringency or, or any warming effect to it, uh, as it shouldn't have. Um, it's not really creamy or anything like that. It's, it's pretty, mostly to style or just a smooth drinking, uh, you know, pills. So, yeah, I, I would say, you know, overall, this is a very nicely brewed uh, German pills. Uh, it meets most all the desired characters. It's clean and, and very pretty, uh, you know, fantastic foam stand. Um, I guess I would refine just a, bit by maybe backing backing off the, the minerality just a touch a hint a, and a hit more uh, pills malt sweetness might kind of shine through when you do that or you could even you know um increase that the hint of sweetness just a little bit but you don't want it to you know you'd, you'd still want to leave it nice and dry like this um, but you know taking the bitterness back just a tiny touch um could do that and let it balance a little bit more that way but uh that that can be just a preference thing too. There's a, you know, uh, a range allowed within the style. I mean, I said that stood up to the bitterness just a little bit better. Uh, but otherwise, you know, great use of uh, uh, ingredients, especially the German kind of noble hops in there are just obvious. It just has the right hop character to it, and it's really nice. Um, I landed on a 39. I thought it was uh, it was an excellent beer. Excellent. All right, Char, let's do
1: it. All right. Yeah. Thank you for uh, for sharing this beer. I really enjoyed it myself. You're welcome. So. Uh, so, John, are you in a homebrew club? Uh, I'm not.
2: <coughs> I've, uh, out- I've been to NHC a couple times under the Brewing Network. So there you go.
1: There you go, oh. baby. Pretty cool. So uh, are are we all in the same club then? Sure. I think so. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Let's, piss anymore? Let's piss yeah. people off. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, let's let's bring back that old controversy from 10 years ago, huh? You don't have to pay dues. You
3: can just claim to be a member and send in really good beer and kick butt in the competition.
1: Right. I, I still have some t-shirt about uh, Brewing Network, not a real club since whatever year. I haven't worn yeah. it for ages, but it's still in my closet. So uh, anyway, uh, it, nobody wants to hear about my closet. What they want to hear about is this German Pills, which is pretty darn good. Uh, aroma. It's a medium-low uh, Pils Malt aroma. You know, Pilsner malt has a very distinctive uh, uh, aroma and character to it, uh, and I, I definitely get that. Uh, it's got a little bit of sweetness without, uh, or perceived sweetness without being sweet, uh, and it's, it's kind of difficult to describe in some ways, but once you've stuck your, hand, your nose in the Pilsner malt bin at the homebrew store, you know, you'll know what it is. Uh, there's sort of a low, flowery hop aroma, uh, no off aromas. Uh, I didn't think that overall the aroma was kind of at a lower level than I had expected. Although having the sample having warmed up even more, I think I would retract that comment. So uh, I'm actually going to uh, on the fly here. You know, I, I I do this sometimes during the show. This is live homebrew judging, people. <laughs> I, I'm judging homebrew live here on on the internet. That's right. I'm going to come up two points and give you ten out of twelve for the aroma. Uh, because it was not, in fact, lower than expected. It was appropriate once it warmed up to proper drinking temperature uh, appearance. Uh, it's. I think this is really crystal clear. Uh, anyone watching this on Facebook or YouTube or the other things in the future, uh, maybe you can see this. Uh, Cooper says there's maybe a mild haze. I, I'm not seeing it, but you know, may, maybe I could you know, talk myself into it. It is like, like really exceptionally clear. Uh It's very pale. Uh, it's almost too pale for style. You know, when you look at I I kind of pulled out my my phone that I have the BJCP guidelines on. And, you know, it's it's a terrible, it's it's meant as more of a a ballpark to give you an idea of what it should look like and not a thing to judge against. And it's so hard to judge color, but I, I think it's still in style. It's just very much in the light end. But you know what? getting uh, a beer both really crystal clear and really pale at the same time is really quite an achievement so congratulations uh, head is white and persistent uh, I mean I poured this a long time ago and when I say persistent you can still see I mean mm-hmm. it's not huge but there's there's bubbles or uh, there's some foam on the edge of that uh, that liquid so uh, three out of three for appearance uh, flavor uh, initially the flavor is uh, Pilsner malt But what's interesting is it's not as much Pilsner malt as I got in the aroma. uh, And it's maybe a little more restrained. Uh, In in a way, I kind of liked that. And I want to talk about your malt, Bill, uh, later on. I'm really curious if you maybe mixed that with with something else. Uh, You know, that's initially, that's that Pilsner malt flavor. Uh, Bitterness comes up to balance mid-palate. And in fact, as as the... uh, the, the taste goes on the bitterness almost it, it's a really nice firm bitterness. It's almost too high, you know, but think when you mentioned Bitburger, that's one of the things that I like about Bitburger, but it's fresh is it is a very bitter Pilsner. So when you're trying to nail a Bitburger, you definitely got the, uh, uh the bitterness aspect uh, of that correct as well as I think pretty much every other, uh, every other aspect, uh, the, uh, uh finish is long and it's balanced toward bitterness, very well attenuated. I get very, I get like a low floral uh, hop flavor, no off flavors. Uh, so it's 14 out of 20 uh, for flavor. Mouthfeel five out of five, uh, medium light body, medium high carbonation. You know, it's one of those beers where the bitterness I think is real pleasant and it's very, very firm. and It's definitely on the high end uh, and it can be, get to be a little difficult sometimes to pick out high carbonation from high bitterness because that mm. carbonic, you, partly what you're tasting with the carbonation is not just that prickle of the bubbles, but the carbonic acid uh, that comes from the high carbonation. And that can be sometimes a little hard to distinguish from, from hot bitterness. But regardless, uh, you know, I thought it was, was nice. Uh, no warming. Uh, I'd say it's not creamy or astringent. So five out of five for mouthfeel. Uh, overall impression uh, I'm actually going to change this to a but if you' nine out of ten for a total of 41 whoa uh, I I really like this beer a lot uh, especially for a logger you know I could I could drink a lot of this so I mean this is probably good that you don't live near me because I' probably just come over to your house all the time <laughs> and want to get Pilsner from you regardless of your uh, home and, or not yeah exactly like why Brian why are you jiggling the side door to my garage I mean there's Pilsner in there right man come on I need some Pilsner. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, uh, next time, uh, if there's anything I would probably try to do, maybe a little bit more, my note was to try to bump up the aroma hops, but you know, I don't think you need to because coming back to this when it was appropriately warm, uh, I think the aroma hops were, were excellent. Uh, you know, it's, it's the bitterness is on the high end of style. I think it's probably still in range. Uh, but starting to get in the territory where it's difficult to tell like what you would really do to make this much better, especially when you're already you know, doing this with a challenging lager beer. Uh, and again, I want to hear when you talk about this, if you actually lagered it or did some sort of elaborate uh, uh, method <laughs> where you did the kind of no lager lager and fooled us all. So uh, well done. And thank you for sharing. All
2: right. Awesome. Very good. <clears throat> um, all
0: right, John, I was
1: was, uh
2: shocked at the the scores i'm really flattered um it's funny when i put this i did a, a triangle not not really a triangle but i had a bit my my beer and then uh, there's a, a lager i like out here called green state lager it's, it's in new england and it's green state and Bitburger. i really couldn't distinguish the two hmm. they were interchangeable and mine i could pick out all the time um and uh one thing that i did differently with this brew compared to my other beers is i just used my straight town water and then adjusted from there as opposed to using ro so it's interesting hearing um cooper's comment about the minerality is probably higher um than it could have been but anyway you want me to run through the uh the recipe?
1: Yes, please. Yeah. Actually, could could you back just for a second before you do that? Oh sure. So is your is your town water well water or river water or what? What, what kind of source um, do you have?
2: Is it where it's? So we're in Vermont. So it's uh, I think it's all surface water. Um, okay. It's, um, I know I can I can look up what it is.
1: No, that's that that's fine. I just if you do offhand, I was curious. Uh, but yeah, um, just,
3: hazy IPA brewing water.
2: Yeah, it's not. It's not. Super soft, um, but it's it's low in sulfates and kind of uh, moderate in, in chlorides. And so it, it presents a challenge when you want to get the sulfates up because then your calcium yeah. and then your, your chlorides get all screwed up. But anyway, um, be interested to hear what your thoughts are on that when we get to it. So um, this is the My Burger recipe from Brewing Classic Styles. Uh, so we got. Uh, let's see, 20 pounds. This is a 10 gallon recipe, so it's 100% pilsner melt at 20 pounds. Um, and then two ounces of pearl at 60 minutes, and then an ounce of uh, middle fruit at 15, and again at one minute. Uh, fermented with this is where things kind of got how, right. How much, how, how much pearl? Two ounces. Wow, okay. So estimated 23 IBUs. Um, Yeah, that would be
3: a lot in five gallons, but that's, yeah, in 10 gallons.
2: (laughs) Right, right. Um, And that pearl is 8% alpha acid, so it was up there. Hmm. Um, So this is where things kind of got screwy, is I only had two packets of uh, SAF lager 3470 for 10 gallons, So I did my best and rehydrated them. Um, But after 36 hours, there was hardly any fermentation happening. Oh, no. (laughs) And this was at 50 degrees. So I raised it to 53 Mm. when I saw that. Um, And then it it kicked off like normal um, after that, but got it up to, uh, I bumped up to 64 at nine days. Um, and then at day 11, it was still bubbling a little bit. It raised it up to 78 or 68, sorry. Um, at day 12 and then 70 at day 14, I held it there for five days and then I kegged it on day 21 with gelatin.
1: <laughs> so um, you kind of inadvertently did that Narsis slash tasty lager method without even intending to do so just to make sure to. that your yeast were uh, alive. That's, that's <laughs> kind of hilarious.
2: <laughs> yeah um so this was brewed on uh september 10th and i kegged it on the 30th so we're uh yeah. wow two two and a half months old
1: it's fascinating to me that with two ounces of uh pearl or perlay i never know how you're supposed to pronounce that right yeah uh, a... yeah per- pearl is probably fine sure why the hell not we're in america pearl uh you th- this beer comes across being, I think, firmly bitter, and like I was saying, it's almost to me the perception is almost that it was too high, uh, and maybe that's you know like what Cooper was thinking about with the uh, uh, kind of alluding to with a comment earlier about the water was that if you ha- have highly mineral water, I mean the sulf the sulfates in the water will drive an increased perception of hot bitterness typically.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I was I was going for that. That's kind of where my taste buds. Mm-hmm go towards is that I wanted a little bit of, um, you know, of hop, you know, presence, you know, it's not a hot bite mm-hmm. like you get out uh, some really fresh IPAs around here, right. but, um, I, I wanted it to be a bitter beer that was extremely clean and, and, um, so yeah, it, uh, Objective um, so, achieved. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, the thing that got me, um, I used to just use RO or DI water from the grocery store. And then I was talking to a local craft brewer here in town who has the same water I do. And I was like, what do you guys do for your water? And he goes just a carbon filter and then, you know, adjust for pH and and whatever your profile is after that. Um, So this was my first attempt at it.
0: You know, that's a lot of, a lot of the water treatment for like a lot of breweries, just carbon filter figure Mm -hmm. it out. You know, I and think the it's means like, out. Yeah, I think it's almost rare that you find a brewery doing RO these days. It's expensive to, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like a, a giant to waste of water man. too. And
2: waste the, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: I listened to one of um, uh, Justin's podcasts with mm-hmm. um about IPAs, I guess, um, and Farmer's <laughs> and Walker still uses.
1: Um,
0: Really? And that fascinates me because in California, we're like in a perpetual drought.
1: Right. Well, especially in Paso. I mean, anywhere in the Central Coast, they are just uh, they they don't really have any good water sources. Mm. So they're constantly trying to minimize uh, and discourage water use. So I wonder if they if they do something with their RO leavings.
0: I would imagine that I mean, they're the the way that that plant is run and built and designed and the mm-hmm. way that like the company is sort of the same run and built and design. I, I can imagine they're doing some kind of re- water recycling program and all that kind of stuff. So I don't yeah. mean to imply that they're. Uh, you oh,
1: know, I, did, I didn't think yeah, you were, but it's just like typically I people in breweries in California, or if they start doing RO when they're real small, typically end up getting forced out of it just because they're it's the water bill is too gigantic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, tasting this beer, I, I was getting like a very high lemon character did you guys get any of that i mean i just ate four lemons before the show so maybe that was it but <laughs> is it zingy,
1: not zingy. Really? i can talk zingy? i can talk myself into a tiny bit of uh lemony zip you know in a
0: good way because sometimes it can come yeah. across as like like a lemon pledge or like a cleaner thing and that's not what i mean at all it's like like a lemon zest I
2: and i don't v- know if those
0: hops have that what's that
2: john I think it's a ph thing
0: i don't know yeah. You thought I have COVID. What do you yeah. guys think? Can like pearly hops sort of have that? Or I, I, maybe it's a yeast. What yeast was this again, John?
2: 34.70. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, soft lager. Okay. It's the, mo- it's the, um, the one. Mine Stefan. Okay. Mm. Yeah.
0: yeah, I don't know. Just something I picked up. But yeah, it is very good. I do really like it. Do you have any more questions for uh, the judge's Brian? at all, John?
2: Um. So... I think Cooper, you're saying maybe dial back in the minerality, and then yeah, just you know. a bit. You could maybe do
3: a blend of the the town water with you know some RO, twenty five percent RO or something, and then just kind of see where you think your minerals are at, or if you can actually test it, yeah. um, do, you know. But uh, start there, just back it off a little bit, and I, those hops will, you know. But you know, if if what you're going for is a substantially, you know, leaning towards the more bitter end of the style for German pills, this is, it's, it's right. It's not, you know, it's, it's a fine balance thing. I think to, to, to pick at it too much. I don't think it's too fruity though. I don't get a lot of lemon in this or any, you know, any big fruitiness. Um, Yeah. I
0: don't think it's too fruity, but yeah, for me, I don't know. It's, that's like the, the, the main sort of thread through the whole beer. It's just, it's like a bright lemony thing.
3: Yeah. It's, um, it's crisp it's nice and dry so the Mm -hmm. you know uh the flavors that are are there uh they kind of shine for a second and it it pulls back and just dries off and you're left with that bitterness and the in the aftertaste and uh you know some nice hop flavors i like the hop flavor i think you know perla is mostly uh kind of herbal and and floral kind of you know it's 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 not gonna kick out any big weird lemony fruity <laughs> <laughs> notes that I don't uh, that I know of, so yeah, it's you know kind of you know like you said the medium alpha hop you can get a good amount of bitterness out without using too much plant material uh so it doesn't have have a, a bite at all it's it's nice that way, so yeah, it's ur- herby herbaceous and kind of spicy a little bit maybe, but uh yeah, pleasant I think uh. The water and maybe backing off the bitterness just a touch if you want to go for a slightly different take on the on the pills. But if this is what you like and you want to drink, um, go for it. I mean, that's what we always tell people. Right. <laughs> yeah, hey, have you made a beer that you like and you were trying for that? I'm I'm curious about this triangle test though. That that seemed like kind of an interesting thing. So you had two um, store bought bottles of these, or well, I guess the craft beer one was a local craft beer, right. and they, those two were more similar. So like the store bought. Bitburger with that one. Those were more similar. Do you remember what the differences were? Um,
2: I'm really bad with descriptors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's part of the reason why I sent the beer in because I wanted to hear <laughs> what you guys were tasting. Um, well, you should have sent us the triangle test. That would have been fun. Yeah, dude. I, I thought about it, but then I, I put my my beers in the package because I was going to send the uh, one of the the, the local one. Um, but I just didn't have any room. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. But, like, uh, the
3: the packaging is still sitting here in my my dining room. Like, and my wife's like, yeah. "What what the heck is this? Like <laughs> crate that landed here? Uh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, it came in beer, beer came in that.
2: Yeah. But um, you can
3: store yeah. So
2: it, it it came in at five point four percent alcohol. So it's probably wow. towards the upper end of the style or out of style. Um,
1: and, I, uh, I I wouldn't say that. You know, it's it, it's it's close enough. And I mean, did you actually measure that or did you calculate it?
2: Um, calculated with a, you know, hydrometer. Uh, so, okay. okay. Well, so you measured
1: that with a hydrometer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the ABV is supposedly 4.4 uh, 4 to 5.2, you know, in in the homebrew world, I wouldn't think if, it's going to be difficult for anyone to perceive that extra 0.2%.
3: I think where I got uh, it was kind of in the in the body, not necessarily like any alcohol poking out, but it felt just, it was leaning yeah. towards medium. It's not the medium yeah. light pills that you normally get, uh, but just a touch towards medium, a little more substantial beer. And that's fine, but if you want to win a competition, maybe do dial that back towards the 5%. Yep. Awesome,
1: guys. Yeah. Thanks a lot. And, you know, I think you did a fantastic job in, in doing what home brewers do best, which is adapting to adversity figuring out when <laughs> things aren't going right how to fix them and creating something that's actually tasty that's enough that I, I finished my my sample here uh we, while, while we're talking so we are, are uh, here good on you for doing that
0: that's right awesome thank you for your service John you uh you uh, you you overcame <laughs> adversity by brewing a beer <laughs> yeah. I feel like we'll be seeing you soon but, yeah, uh, all, right, yeah. Uh, uh, cheers. all right man we'll we'll, we'll let you go all right. I've got to finish um, mine too. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to drink more beer because what else are we going to do on a whatever day afternoon this is? All right. Hang on, everybody. It's the se- oh, it's the- Wow. It's not the session. Hang on, everybody. It's Dr. Homebrew, and we'll be right back.
2: I'm sorry to tell you this, but we're going to have to pour you out.
0: Back to Dr. Homebrew. All right, thanks for sticking around, everybody. We are back here on Dr. Homebrew, and we have Mark on the show. Mark, welcome to Dr. Homebrew.
4: Hey, good to be back, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Back,
0: man. Yeah. Good to see you again. So, what are we drinking today? Because. My note say experimental beer and that could literally be anything
4: so what this is is um uh my interpretation of a traditional african ale
0: okay a traditional african ale i i didn't know it's probably my own ignorance but i didn't know that that was like a thing yeah okay what can you describe this the the style you're going for a little bit give me a little Um, more background on what that means
4: yeah, so um, I guess just what I was going for was uh, something using um, techniques that that you would find in traditional African brewing as well as something that would be um, something light, refreshing, and a little tart.
0: Okay, light, refreshing, a little tart. Okay, great. Uh, what about this uh, label here you got here? A Toast to Amilcar Cabral, I think is it Yeah,
4: so that was um, just... Uh, something I came up with. Um, so I'm actually, uh, part Cape Verdean and, um, something I, you know, look to for, uh, just inspiration is my heritage. And, um, I, I dedicated to, um, a male conquer who was, uh, one of the founding, uh, people of Cape Verde. And um, this is just kind of my tribute to him. So Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I looked. Yeah. I looked it up
3: too. I mean, he was actually, uh, you know, he died for what he did. You know, he, yeah. he 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 sacrificed his life to try to get, you know, freedom for his people. Basically, that's you know, absolutely. Uh, but I'm an amazing story. I could probably dig into more and 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 learn a yeah. bit. And from way back in like the 70s too, like really early on in the movements where. Uh, you know, some of these, you know, things were changing in Africa and, you know, uh, uh, moving from colonial uh, reign to like being independent and trying to find their their footing in that way. It's, just, you know, it's been a journey for a lot of these countries, but it's interesting to know, you know, to, 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 I just want to know a bit more about the beer for now. And um, it was yeah. a hard one. I have to admit it's a hard one to judge for me because I don't have any experience with um with this kind of a beer i have to admit probably the the current bgcb guidelines aren't super heavily skewed towards uh african you know originating beers so you know and maybe it's something we can bring in more as that you know it's a it's a continent with a, you know a lot of beer history i think there too and a lot of different uh grains and things that, that grow uh, uh they're differently than than what our kind of brewing background is so i was doing some reading up on it and i found a couple pages that gave me a little bit of insight and i kind of you know well i tried not to read too much into your beer i just i drank it and judged it and uh so yeah let's
0: see i want to see what brian said about it though
1: <laughs> so we're gonna let brian go first right. this time
0: char do it to us. Oh maybe. God,
1: you're going to let me go first. All yeah. right. And awesome.
0: Then, and then we'll learn about the, like the, the African brewing that uh, Mark was really trying to go for. And we'll, we'll, we'll get all those nitty gritty details later.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That'll be awesome. All right. So, uh, so Mark, are you at a homebrew club?
2: Uh, no, I'm
1: not. You are. You're a self-reliant man who's uh, stands on his own. So that's, that's a good thing. That's right. Uh, Thank you. Especially when you're out there making experimental African beer. So, uh, <laughs> You know, this was I I appreciate you're sharing this with us because it's something that's really different from what we typically get on the show or like what you'd get from other homebrewers locally or uh, or at a pub or anything else, because it's not something people do a lot of. Uh, And I I do really want to find out more about it afterwards. Uh, I thought the aroma was. uh, Yeah, it's warmed up a little more. and It's still uh, my first impression is that it's almost cider like. And no. I've been drinking actually a lot more cider lately. Uh, it's because of you, JP, uh, and that's a good thing Welcome. because you 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 shared that uh, was that Two Towns uh, Cosmic Crisp with me. Uh, oh, yeah, and that was that was so good. I went and got like a twelve uh, mixed pack of Two Towns, and I've actually starting to enjoy cider like I I never have before. Nice. Uh, so that's why i I the aroma. Is very much because so I'm drinking more cider now than I I have in the past. Uh, it's very cider-like, but in in a good way. Right? Sometimes cidery can be used as a, a pejorative for a beer, like it's an off flavor or off aroma. Uh, but that's not the case here. I mean, this is cider-like in a way that's reminiscent of a good cider. Uh, there's no off aromas or unpleasantness. Uh, I don't really get any malt or hops. It just it smells like I just poured a nice cider, and I'm about to drink it. So uh, gave that 8 out of 12. Uh, and again, this it's hard to judge. Uh, this is in Category 34C, uh, which is was it experimental slash specialty. And when you read that category of the BJCP, essentially it's like, um, give us some guidance and brew a good beer, <laughs> because the judges, you're essentially judging it based on – you can try to judge it objectively, but largely you're kind of judging it based on how well you like it and is there anything off or bad about it, anything particularly good about it. You're not judging it against like an established standard, so it can be a little challenging. Uh, but I think we, we both tried to do our best here. Uh, appearance, <laughs> three out of three. It's, it's, it's very clear. It's maybe slightly hazy and again, not, I don't know if this beverage is supposed to be hazy or not, but I know that when you're fermenting anything, it's generally an achievement. It shows technical skill to keep it clear. So I generally view that as a positive, uh, unless the style isn't supposed to be clear, uh, it's extremely pale, which is also very hard to do. I think it might be, uh, paler than, uh, John's Pilsner. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, I think we're drinking, uh, just some very pale, uh, clear beers tonight. Uh, There had been a very large white head that you can't tell from a a very large head upon pouring, but it settles and dissipates within uh, a few seconds, Uh, which, again, I don't know if that's good or bad. It's just uh, what this beverage has It's three out of three Uh, flavor. uh, First sip is cider like at the very beginning, uh, but then also slightly sour, uh, like lactic sour, like almost like a Berliner Weiss. And I kind of characterize this in the overall impression. This is almost like a cider adopted or Berliner Weiss. Uh, and they just kind of hung out together uh, because I think you have like the, this. It's not intensely sour. I mean, this is not a canty This is not something that's going to rip your face off. But I get kind of a very gentle lactic uh, out of it that I, I think actually marries pretty well with the, the rest of the flavors. Uh it's clearly not an accidental sourness. Uh, well, at least to me, maybe it is accidental. I, I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, usually you can taste when sourness is not intended. And this tastes like this sourness was was intended. You uh, get in a very low bitterness, which might be sourness, it might be hop, I, I don't know. Uh, but it's a ver- bitterness at a very low level. Uh, it's very well attenuated. Uh, it's enough so, so that the finish kind of comes up and then passes through fairly quickly, but it's not what happens sometimes when a beer is or a beverage is so well attenuated. You take a sip, you taste it, and then it just falls off a cliff and you can't even imagine that you had it, you know, five seconds ago. Uh, the balance is to that kind of cidery sour flavor. There's no, hot, but uh, I don't get any hop flavor out of it. Uh, so I gave it 11 out of 20, not because it was bad, but more because I just didn't quite know how to judge it. You know, it's probably deserving of maybe a little higher, uh, but it's it's just it's, it's just reflects the difficulty in trying to uh, figure out how to judge this beer. Uh, mouth fear feel five out of five. Uh, low body carbonation's medium. Uh, it's neither creamy nor astringent. Uh, no warming. Uh, Overall impression, uh, I gave it seven for a total of 34, which is very good. Uh, It's in the very good range. Uh, I think it's really interesting and different. Uh, I'm curious if this was fermented with sorghum or something, but I will uh, hold my questions until... uh, my colleague, uh, uh, Dr. Cooper, has had a chance to give his uh, diagnosis of your uh, your beer.
0: Examine the uh, patient on the operating table, not spread a, the chest yeah, open. Like, and I'm,
1: I'm
3: not a doctor. I only play one on the Internet. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm i going to probably sound a little bit like a broken record here. You can just replay Brian's score sheet almost, and it's going to be what I said here, too. Um, we judge this as 34C experimental beer um sub you know just a traditional african ale <clears throat> um so having no knowledge really of that I just had to go what my perceptions of the beer were as well um yeah aroma wise very cider like uh with no hops uh it does i'm trying to get at what the the maltiness quality of it is i thought it's like um It's light honey, maybe a little bit of earthiness. Um, I got a a touch of sulfur in the nose uh, um, in there and kind of white wine-like aromas, more than anything really beer-like. It smells like it's maybe tart and perhaps also sweet. I think when you smell something that's going to be tart, it also gives you the perception of maybe having some sweetness or some, some fruitiness to it. Uh, it's a very fruity beer. It's, it's very candy like in a, in a way because uh, it doesn't express in a traditional like, here's malt and hops, you know. <laughs> uh, no hops and no, not really much in the way of what you would expect from traditional malts or, you know, anything besides a, a base malt and, and kind of backgroundy at that and being taken over by all the fruit that's there. There's no, yeah, again, no off uh, aromas, no diacetyl or acetaldehyde. I just get a strong apple and pear-like ester, um, you know, fresh fruit-like, very cidery. Um, it, it poured at first, and I wish I had just done this on this, you know, screen for anyone watching on Facebook. That all two of you, um, mm. this it pours a large, frothy, like soda fizz-looking whitish head at first, and just it, it pours up and it crackles, and then it just drops like almost immediately to no head, uh, not even a collar around the edge of the glass. Um, so yeah, there were finer and some larger bubbles just, uh, at first. And then it, at this, you know, as, as it sits here, there's just some fine and larger bubbles rising from the glass. You can tell it's still carbonated, uh, and some of them are kind of aggressive at first and it, it slows down a little bit as it goes, but, uh, you know, fairly clear, uh, light yellow straw colored, almost, uh, beer, uh, flavor wise it's fruity notes of apple went out a lot of apple esters right up front it does taste uh, a lot you know reminiscent of a cider Uh, it has a light tanginess only it's not super acidic that it approaches a very tart or sour impression Um, but it is a clean lactic sourness in there Uh, you know i don't know what the i could measure try to measure the ph and see where it falls but i you know, it's probably not in the threes. It's it's somewhere <laughs> in the fours or something like that, I would have to guess. It's you know, it's 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 fairly tart, you know, maybe even higher. I don't know. But uh it's it's a it's 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 noticeably tart, but it's not the, the dominating aspect. It 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 marries well with the fruitiness that's there. And there's no acetic or anything uh, uh gnarly in there, really no funk, uh just a clean lactic. Uh, no, I don't really get any bitterness in the beer. Honestly, it's like a cider that wouldn't have any hops in it. It's, it's, it's the bitterness is probably on par with, with that, with a cider, like level bitterness, you might get some impression of bitterness from the fruit skin or something, but you know, it's not a, a hop bitterness that I can detect. Um, no real hop flavor to speak of either. Uh, the alcohol is fairly subdued, uh, It's smooth, it's quite refreshing and clean. Uh, the malt character is just neutral and low, quite, quite light and uh, cider-like. So I, I gave it a 13 for flavor. I think Brian was a little low on his 11 there. But I also didn't know how the hell to judge it. Honestly,
1: <laughs> yeah, fucking
3: Brian. Mouthful,
1: yeah, that's Honesty. just because I'm more of an asshole than you, Brian. Yeah, Honesty true. is just the best answer here. Yeah, I, I, you know, <laughs> if I had a lot of these,
3: maybe this would be the best um, traditional African ale. But is that it is the best traditional African ale I've ever had because I think it's the only one I've ever had. So, um, mouthfeel wise, it's it's. Uh, Light-bodied, almost towards medium light uh, with a medium-low carbonation. uh, No warmth or astringency at all. It's not creamy. There's no biting quality to it. It's just really thirst-quenching and and somewhat snappy, like a a light-refreshing cider or a kombucha or something like that. Uh, The mouthfeel is great. Uh, Overall impression, it's a fun beer to sample with no obvious faults dragging it down. I read a bit about traditional African beers, but uh, this is hard to judge, especially also not knowing what was put into it at all or any much background besides just traditional African ale. Um, you know, there's a lot of different traditions from around Africa that, that have developed over the years, and a lot of it is kind of a home-brewing kind of a, a thing, and a lot of the the brewing is done by women there, if I want to understand. In um, some regions there's been a resurgence of it since the pandemic I was reading is like that people mm. are searching like mad for, you know, how to make a, this kind of a, a traditional African ale and, and, and just doing it. I saw pictures of pouring people, pouring really murky looking things from one container into another. And these pots are just, you know, a mash of some kind of, obviously um, I, when I pour, you know, first got I was like, is "This going to be a hazy, you know, mess." Is it going to be weird looking? It's just like it looks kind of like a light cider. So I don't know. For um, I expected, you know, kind of an oddly grainy malt flavor or something. I haven't had many. If it is a sorghum beer, I'm not sure if it is, but I looked up uh, a little bit of information on that because I haven't judged too many alternative uh, uh, grain beers honestly. But but uh, from what I understand, sorghum does give kind of a, a fruity and um uh, and can give uh, a lightly tart uh, character i think just depending on how you how you brew it if you go the traditional way and you're letting it do its thing and and uh, develop it's gonna you know it, it can kick out a little uh clean tartness like this has in it obviously so um yeah i do I do wonder what it would taste like with just a little bit of hop bitterness in it or some hop flavor to add to the, you know, what's going on here um, to the existing uh, complexity and drinkability. It might ruin it. I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to judge it by what I can taste here and what I can sense and how the the balance is for what it is. It's kind of hard and a little confusing for me to to, to do a good job of this. So I apologize for that. Uh, (laughs) I wish I could do it better justice, but I think, it's a I agree, it's just a very good beer. It's it's drinkable. I was a little scared of it at first, and like not knowing what it was, it was like what's this gonna be? Is it gonna be really weird and gnarly? And it was a little odd and interesting, but it wasn't like harsh, it just has a balance that's really drinkable. And I could see it uh, you know, in a hot climate being something that's really refreshing and 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 nice to drink and and well done and, and you know, kind of home crafted too. So yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I'd love to learn a little bit more from you about what you know about these, and uh, especially also what you did with your recipe. Is there sorghum? This is the first question. You know, what's the? What are the malts? Is there any hops in it? What did you do? <laughs> Let's
0: figure it out, Mark. What do you think? There's a lot of questions coming at you, man, and I think they're all yeah. warranted because this is very. It is very weird just to throw my two cents in. I'm getting a, a light lemony thing. So going back to John's beer, maybe it is a pH thing. I you know, I don't know, but that's the character I'm getting it is very bright, it's very acidic. It is cider-like, but not not like what you were saying char, um, where you mentioned specifically not cider-like as in a, in a flaw, but I think cider-like a tart sort of brightness. Um, yeah. you know, and it's it's the mouth feels a little thin. It is very good. I would like to see some like um, like uh, Huel Melon in here or something like that, just some sort of those bright Ooh, yeah. you know, uh, melony uh, hops in there. I think that could be fun. but uh, Sriracha a, Ace? Yeah, something like that just to play with a little bit, and you know, you can really tweak it out. But the first part is to get you know the traditional beer the right way, and then you can futz with it. So, uh, Mark, go ahead, man. Um, let us know what you did. What's going on here? Yeah.
4: Um, so yeah, just, I guess the, the first question, it sounds like everyone wants to know if there's sorghum in it and no, there's no sorghum in it. Um, when I was coming up with the recipe, I was just, um, I was trying to think of things that, you know, I just already have in the, in the brew cave and, um, just again, with the goal in mind of making something light, refreshing and a little tart, um, I came up with a recipe of six pounds pale malt, one pound torrified wheat, and then what I did is I had a, just a modified mash schedule. So I mashed at one thirty for an hour, and then raised the temperature to one seventy for an hour. Um, I used was,
1: was there a reason that you picked one thirty? Um, it, just
4: I guess kind of not really just trial and error. I'm still kind of crafting okay. it, but um.
1: I was just curious because with the wheat, I mean, I'm not sure what temperature the ferulic acid rest is. Uh, I mean, I I didn't get the cloves that that's typically intended to amplify. Uh, But yeah, I mean, there's people have different temperatures that they pick sometimes for different reasons. And sometimes the best reason is just you're screwing around and want to see what would happen.
3: It's more like the high end of like a protein rest. And not even you're not going to get a whole lot of, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, amylase activity in it right at that point but it may be it very slowly yeah but it, it's it's interesting you know maybe or maybe to just dry it out as it is so okay yeah go ahead though
4: <laughs> yeah um and then so um i boiled it for let's see actually i don't have that i believe if, if my memory serves right i boiled it for about 30 minutes before adding the hops and then what i i used um half an ounce of mandarina bavaria hops for 15 minutes um then i cooled down um and what i ended up doing and uh jp you got this i used lemonade concentrate <laughs> ha, ha, ha,
1: ha, ha, ha. all right i'm a super yeah.
0: taster i tell every motherfucker on this show that i know what i'm no i'm kidding um lemonade you're, you're, concentrate. you're a super
1: taster for lemon jp
0: uh, apparently today
1: but yeah, I used um,
4: you know like those frozen con- concentrates you can get at the store. I used five of those. I think they're twelve ounces or something like that. Um, just dump wow. that. In. Just, just dump good. that. In.
0: <laughs> just keep <laughs> because, going. Man. We're, we're yeah. just we're just laughing because it's crazy. But keep going. You you just take five of those and you dump them in.
4: Dump them in the fermenter. Cooled okay. cool the wort down. don't put that in the fermenter and, uh, um, I believe it was. 70 degrees, just ambient temperature. I pitched Saison yeast. OG was 1.0... Actually, half of this time,
1: 1.042.
4: Uh, FG, 1.002.
1: And then which, after uh, that... Which Cezanne, which, I'm sorry to interrupt, Mark. Uh, which Saison yeast?
4: That's uh, good question. I don't remember.
1: Sorry. <laughs> One of the commercially available ones. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you finished
3: at 10.02. That's great. Yeah. 10.42 to
4: 10.02. Yeah. Wow. And then okay. I... um. I actually transferred that on five pounds of peaches.
0: Peach O's. Okay. Is this, so this is a traditional African ale, right? Peach O's and lemonade concentrate.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh God. Everyone listening to the podcast should just see Mark's face right now. Uh, (laughs) I wish wish you could. It's it's, it's it's an auditory medium. You can't see it, but oh my God i i i I feel bad for you not being able to see that
0: why the peach o's like why did you peaches peaches okay
1: <laughs> I thought you said peach
0: o's like the candies the you know the gummy candy. peach candies i'm yeah. like what are you doing but peaches okay peaches. got it all right i i retract my my uh my jab
1: Inch- uh, I, I don't i don't really taste the the peach you know i i get that lemonade concentrate in the context of like the acidity. I don't know. Do you guys taste the peach? I, I
0: can get the peach uh, because I was talking to um, uh, Bravery Brewing uh, yesterday on the session uh, and they had a, a peach wheat ale. Um, and it, I'll say the same thing here. It, I don't get like the brightness of the peach or necessarily like a lot of the peach flavor, but it tastes like peach flesh. So it's almost like the peaches need a little more su- sweetness or, or yeah. something like that. I mean, it's out of peach season, right? Mark is, are the, were they frozen peaches? Yes. Okay. I wonder if actually, well,
4: it, it, I believe it wasn't peach. Actually, I don't remember when peach season is, but it was, they were frozen nonetheless, but I made this about four months ago now. Oh,
0: so. okay. All right. Well, that makes sense too.
1: I, I can talk myself into a little bit of peach character, for this beer
0: yeah I wouldn't have I wouldn't have picked it out if he hadn't said it that's absolutely correct
3: agreed there's yeah. no way it's, yeah with, with all the sweetness gone it's you know there's nothing to play off it's just the the, the esters and uh, you know, I think yeah you know, peach we- and apricot are basically the same just the same esters and just a different fruit and uh, it's really but, interesting um, though wow yeah I get mostly apple and I do get some of that lemon too uh, but yeah interesting <laughs> weird why?
0: Why would you? <laughs> why wouldn't you? Why not? That's yeah. the question. It tastes good. It tastes good, uh, and it's
3: refreshing. So yeah, why not? It's but, experimental. Yeah. What What inspired it? And is that what? Where the you know the African ale come into it here? Do,
4: does anyone? there do anything like this that you've read um probably not with the peaches but again just just thinking of what we have available here like i could have used some of the sorghum but there's just no way i was gonna i mean again it's my interpretation of a traditional african ale so you know so you were thinking of of
3: the flavors that you wanted and then you added the things that you wanted to get those flavors so it was like cheats and different tricks to get the desired result and like this is what i'm supposed to get and here's how i'm gonna get it You didn't exactly. like sour it with bugs or you know yeah
1: got so interesting and so and, weird and to also me. just kind of the idea of just using what you have around that's convenient for you uh you know like maybe people might might do in you know, Africa or other other places where it's more just like you don't have a homebrew store available to you and you just kind of ferment what you got around <laughs> or
3: in prisons or like, you know,
1: <laughs> uh, really
3: bad neighborhoods. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's weird, but it's interesting. No, it, it's, yeah. It's Use what you
1: have. I've, in your... <laughs> I, I've never so, tasted anything quite like this. So this was I, I, the Saison
0: yeast. Like, it wasn't like a soured beer. It just the lemon, the lemonade concentrate and the Saison yeast um, are combining to make a, it, it almost, it's almost like a, like a well-done kettle sour. Yeah. Cause you can, you're limiting your, how much sourness you're
3: going to put in there by mm-hmm. just, this is how much acid I'm going to put into this beer and I'm stopping. Then nothing is going to keep it going. So that's it. Yeah. That's all she wrote. That's wild.
0: Um, and this is normally where I would say, Mark, do you have any questions for everybody? But I don't think that's. I mean, I, I feel like you're teaching you us any, now. So, what do do we have any questions for you? Do you have um, any other surprises <laughs> to throw at us?
4: Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, not yet. I mean, okay. uh, yeah, just you know, like I said last time, I just like doing. Uh, the craziest thing I can think of And just getting feedback on it So I really appreciate it guys I, I also fermented it in
3: an actual bathtub You know people always <laughs> ask me Do you uh, use your bathtub uh, in this process
1: And you know yeah I did it this time Do, do you I like doing the craziest thing you, Yeah do you, do you like doing the craziest thing You could think of just in brewing Or is that like other things too Like you would like decide to <laughs> coast down a mountain And like something you made yourself on a plywood and skateboard wheels <laughs>
4: yeah when i'm in a when i'm driving tractor trailers i just put it neutral and just glide down the interstate
1: (laughs) well that's just common sense
0: yeah for sure um all right well if that's it on on either side you know i think we'll we'll let you go mark cool i appreciate it guys cool all right thanks man man. yeah that was good that was a cool beer all right have a good one? one yeah you too all right we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna come back we're gonna wrap things up and then we're gonna get out of here um it's dr homebrew stay tuned back to the examination thanks a lot for tuning in that was a good show man that yeah uh, that traditional African ale made with uh, you know traditional lemonade extract that was a trip
3: somewhat non-traditional
0: methods to get the result that he wanted
3: but he got to the territory that he seemed to want, and yeah, it was drinkable, it, very yeah. drinkable.
0: It worked well, so uh, you know, kudos to that. It was cool, man, and hopefully he gets to you know play around with it. If he's happy with it, you know, then you can sort of bring in some you know some more traditional ingredient. I mean, I say traditional ingredients like he used all traditional ingredients, uh, you know, not lemonade extract, but you know what I mean. Some mm-hmm. new age hops, or you know, I don't know, some other ingredient to kind of like, I
3: don't know, or try the sorghum. I mean, go there, just go there, put it in a pot and you know boil it up yeah. buddy yeah open air mash you know just let it go for days or something and see what happens i yeah, don't know man. why not
0: um all right well i think that's it boys i think we did a good job today on this show we tried we gave it the old college try we sure did man yeah if you're listening I, live happy uh, with the show stick around for a little bit we'll be we'll be right back with a whole other set of beers to drink uh john's gonna come back so you know that's why he's schlepping around the the operating room here at dr homebrew or whatever Mm. uh,
3: and if you want to send us beer just email brian at the brewing com. that's brian with an i and you can send us your beer or fermented lemon juice or what have you you
0: know kombucha we'll take whatever you got whatever you got man wine prison hooch cider sake send us some stuff man Send us some stuff. All right, we're going to get out of here. Thanks a lot, everyone, for for tuning in. And uh, until next time, we'll see you later.